0: Get ready. Get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. This is Voss here from thechrisvosshow.com. The Show.com. Hey, welcome to another great podcast. We certainly appreciate you guys coming by and uh, all that good stuff. Thanks for being here. I mean, have I always told you that I? I mean, what other podcast thanks you so much and spends so much time, especially the beginning of the show? Thanking you every time you come in. Can I can I glad hand enough? Can I kiss up to my audience enough? No, I could not because we certainly appreciate the Stuff we make up at the beginning of the show. Welcome to the show, friends. We have Chuck Brooks on the show. He's named the top tech person to follow by LinkedIn. He's cited as the top ten global tech and cybersecurity expert and influencer. And he's a Georgetown University faculty and a Forbes contributor and a bunch of other stuff. He's pretty big though, over there on the LinkedIn as as I am as well. So be sure to. Uh, listen to the rest of the show you'd want to check that out as always we refer the show to your family friends and relatives go give us a five-star review on the itunes there we have been to have some great reviews thank you to the people who did the reviews we're gonna to read some of those on the on the show here i'm gonna have to pull those up in the meantime we actually started posting a lot on tiktok we're using tiktok we're trying to get cool with the cool kids or whatever the hell's going on over there without having to i don't know do thirst traps so uh, sorry there won't be any chris voss thirst traps over there i'm sorry to completely disappoint part of my audience but there's all sorts of cool advanced stuff we'll be doing on interviews and cuts of the show and it, it, already some of the advanced stuff we've been putting up has been getting a lot of traction go to goodreads.com for it, chris voss youtube.com for it, chris voss all the places we are on the internet especially on linkedin today we have as i mentioned before Chuck Brooks on the show. He's the president of Brooks Consulting International. He is a globally recognized thought leader and subject matter expert in cybersecurity and emerging technologies. Chuck is the adjunct facility at, is also the adjunct facility, I think, professor at Georgetown University's Graduate Applied Intelligence Program and graduate cybersecurity programs where he teaches courses on risk management, homeland security, and cybersecurity. He's also one of the top five tech People to follow on LinkedIn, as I mentioned before, and the top 10 best cybersecurity and technology experts by best rated as a top 50 global influencer in risk compliance. We're talking to him about cybersecurity and different things that are going on in today's world that the business leaders really need to know about. So welcome to the show, Chuck.
1: How are you, my friend? Doing great, Chris. Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks for coming. We certainly appreciate you. You know, we were just talking before the show, the, the cybersecurity is a really big deal. The Justice Department's announcing something that's going to be interesting here about big government, some sort of government cyber issue and in influence that's happening in our world. But uh, give us your dot so people can find you on the interwebages.
1: Yeah, the, the, you can find me at either my website on brooksconsulting.international.com or the easiest way place to find me is on LinkedIn. I have almost okay. 90,000 followers there. And on Twitter at Chuck D Brooks. So there those These are, are quick ones to go to. There you go. And I guess this month is
0: Cybersecurity
1: Awareness Month. It certainly is. Every October, and every October, the the threats seem to get bigger, and and cyber hygiene and cyber security awareness is more and more important than ever.
0: There you go. Isn't it funny how they make this most
1: scariest
0: month, Cybersecurity Month?
1: <laughs> well, yeah. The, that makes sense now when I think about it because if you lose your identity and you lose your, your resources and you lose your, your, your pocketbook, you're, you're in big trouble. Definitely. <laughs>
0: Definitely. I mean, you know, there's there's all sorts of crazy stuff going on. There's there's a ransomware that's out there. There's all sorts of attacks that are going on to people. You know, I I know that the Biden administration has been wary of Russia attacks, you know, because of Ukraine and all that stuff. That's kind of getting to be the only thing left to fight back with the pace they're going. So you, you wrote an article in Ford, and this came out, I believe, earlier this month for Cybersecurity Awareness Month, and you talked about some of the cybersecurity threats. What are some of the overall threats people need to be worried about right now in in the business sense or personal sense, I should say? Yeah.
1: Well, I think that it covers everybody. You're right. Personal sense and business sense, particularly now that a lot of us are working in remote offices. I mean, we're even mm-hmm. targeted target that way. But, you know, there, there's there's the traditional threats. There are still the big ones. The first one, of course, is phishing. I mean, it works. And what we're seeing now with phishing is a lot of automated attacks, you know, sending them out through machine machine learning, artificial intelligence, targeting a huge amount of, of audience potential. It only takes a couple of people to, to click on it to make it worthwhile for them. And so they're automating these attacks. The other thing that we've seen come more back into vogue is, is ransomware in the last couple of years. It's been around for a decade and a half, but now it's, it's growing in use. You know, the malware is a little bit more sophisticated, you know, for it. And the other thing, which I think the big change is that they can get paid now with cryptocurrency. Wow! They pay charges they're able to to escape getting prosecuted and get their money. So ransomware has become probably a, a you know a, a tool of choice for a lot of the hackers, the criminal hackers out there.
0: Did you what do you, did you hear about this case where I might have to pull it up on my phone? But there was a there's a lot of cryptocurrency hacking going on as well, and there was a case where they ripped off like ninety million dollars. And then they gave half of it back so that the, the company could stay afloat and pay their depositors for crypto. But they kept half the money, and the company agreed to that.
1: Did you hear about that, game? I had heard about that. You know, yeah. uh, they were desperate. But what you mentioned with these cryptocurrency attacks are pretty common. They're getting into a lot of wallets. Problem is, you know, again, is is the legal aspect of it is is that these are not regulated like bank accounts. There's no insurance on them, so you have a greater risk until something is really done to to fortify these accounts. But they're they're easy pickings for a lot of hackers. Yeah, the the, the
0: craziness is out there. I'll, it's the hacker behind the Mango Markets exploit. He kept 47 million and returned 67 million to the DeFi project after a Mango community vote. And he even claimed all of his actions were legal, I guess. Somehow they found an uh, exploit in their uh, software. But they, he basically gave 67 back so they could keep afloat. And so depositors didn't lose their money and kept 47 million of their profits. And the company actually voted to like, okay, sure, we'll do that. We won't pursue legal charges against
1: you. I thought that was extraordinary. It is extraordinary. But part of the problem is, that you know, I mentioned is that, with a lot of the cryptocurrency companies or people doing it, they don't have many legal avenues. And a lot of times this stuff's lost. It's really lost. So that it's not a part of the institutional forms that you go to when you have an issue with, with a bank deposit or, or a swift or something like that. So it's very to, difficult to remedy your losses, particularly when it's organized crime. So I think we'll see a change in that eventually, because I think cryptocurrency is now becoming used by a lot of you know institutional banks and stuff too, to hedge their bets. There's more acceptance of it but there's a lot of people out there that have lost everything in crypto wow yeah and, and you know I feel bad for them they made a lot too but it's easy to lose it's gambling yeah, it's, it's, that's the one thing that bugs me. I mean,
0: I understand crypto and everything. And I've been in, I, you know, I bought into it over times. I, of course, went out of it before it crashed the, and, and I kind of felt like that was going to happen. I think I got out a little too early, but you know, hey, that's, that's a thing, you know, hindsight's always 20 I learned that one is <laughs> the day train on Nasdaq. It's, yeah. The, 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 the fallacy of, of how your, your craft could be hacked on top of everything and the risks that you're gambling with. But uh, let's talk a little bit about what's going on with the remote working and stuff. I know a lot of companies and a lot of discussion has been, you know, when they were, you know, when people were in the office, you know, the, the, the email would come through, you know, the servers of the company and stuff. I I suppose in some way they still do. You still, you can just set it up in your Gmail or something, but you know, there was probably less, less opportunities for hackers or malware to get in, but now when people are working remotely, you know, they're just, they can click on any link and, and you can have, they can have access to everything and get into the system and
1: yeah, no remote work was a boon to, to hackers in, in a lot of ways. I mean, what you just mentioned is, is exactly true. When you're away from the administrator and the, the IT shop, it mm-hmm. uh, makes it difficult them to to monitor and see what you're doing. A lot of people, you know, they mix their personal and their and their business work together. It, it co-mingles and it gets cross pollinated, and, and the next thing you know, is it's expanding. All over the place because of, of 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 hackers finding you know vulnerabilities. So it's a real problem. I mean, a lot of a lot of people working at home have not really fortified their 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 workplace. You know, their router encrypted it. People are taking advantage of it. I mean, it's it's logical. You, instead of having one office, you get tens of thousands of offices out there, and uh, you know it just makes more of a attack surface for hackers.
0: You know the the funny thing about most people, I was and I found this out. My my nephew was having issues with his father not wanting to pay up for uh, some internet so you know i so i said look let me help you out let's see if we can log into your dad's <laughs> home internet and because uh, he probably hasn't changed the admin password and uh, sure enough he hadn't and i created a dmz so that he could bypass the firewall and <laughs> gaming you know i wasn't doing anything bad or illegal or anything i just just basically made it so he could have a dmz you know and 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 <laughs> surprised of like you didn't change the admin password on your home <laughs> router and man if you're not doing that especially like you say if you're if your business employees or if your if your employees are doing that at home they're like wide
1: the hell open you know yeah, if, that's a threat but, i mean you hit on another big I mean, the iot internet of things devices you know mm-hmm. there's going to be four internet of devices for every person and the planet by in the next two years so you're going to have a lot of vulnerabilities, particularly when you don't change those passwords, which most people do not do, and, <laughs> and, and hackers are, are are very aware that they don't change them. So they're looking; they're really looking. If you look at it, the way they think, they're looking for any avenue into your network. Oh yeah, and that's the easiest way. I mean, you know, if you don't do that, right in. So, so, what are some other things is a sieve? Hi, folks.
0: Here's Foss here with a little station break. Hope you're enjoying the show so far. We'll resume here in a second. Uh, I'd like to invite you to come to my coaching speaking and training courses website. You can also see our new podcast over there at ChrisVossLeadershipInstitute.com. Over there, you can find all the different stuff that we do for speaking engagements, if you'd like to hire me, uh, training courses that we offer, and coaching for leadership, management, entrepreneurism, uh, podcasting, corporate stuff. Uh, with over 35 years of experience in business and running companies as a CEO, uh, I think I can offer a wonderful breadth of information information and knowledge to you or anyone that you want to invite me to for your company. Thanks for tuning in. We certainly appreciate you listening to the show and be sure to check out Chris Voss, leadership Now back to the show. <laughs> so I guess you consult on this, you, you, you help companies sit down. What are some of the best ways that companies can, you know, like reach out to you, get more information or figure out, you know, assess their vulnerabilities and assess what, what they should do. And, and should right. they just trust that everything's fine? Cause they hired a couple IT guys or, you know, I mean, half the time people hire, you know, they're, they're like, well, I hired my nephew. He says he's yeah. been in IT, he's 13. So he probably knows what he's doing.
1: <laughs> well, you know, there's a problem with, with qualified cybersecurity people anyway, um, mm-hmm. hard to keep the, get them and keep them. So there's, there's a, a a reality out there, which I, I tell companies that, you know, you really got to be responsible for your own well-being. And that starts with cybersecurity risk management. It starts with risk management in general, knowing where your, your risks are in a business. But there's plenty of resources out there from NIST, from MITRE, from others to use industry-specific risk management processes to at least set up a strategy for your company of what data you want to protect, what do you need to do best, what do you want to keep separate segmented segmented from, from the public if you get hacked. You know, assume you're going to get hacked. Do you have an incident response plan? Do you have cybersecurity hygiene teaching to your employees? All those stuff can be done with a, you know just a general knowledge. And I often go to companies and do that. and Say here, we'll set this up. Then you want to do pen testing when you got a little bit more secure. The resources to do there's also managed security groups that do a great job. Depending what you want to protect, if you're in the in the in a brick and mortar business and you really need some sort of expertise for your payments for other things, there's there's other places to go there too. But I think in this world, you know, the first step is imperative is risk. And, you know, you have to know what your risk is, you know, what what you're spending, what you could get, what what losses you could incur, and particularly what data is there. But I think most businesses don't even know it's their network. So, I think a first step would say, okay, who's connected to your network and who has administrative privileges?
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty wild. And then what about ransomware? I mean, ransomware is really out of control. Like I said, I think the administration is still expecting Russian attacks. And, of course, there's North Korea that's really big you now, China that's into it. I'm really interested to see who this state media is, the Justice Department's going to announce today, is doing some sort of illegal foreign government hacking or something. But what, what are some ways that that can impact the business? ransomware and...
1: uh well, in, a, in a huge way. Most most small businesses can go out of business, if, whether they pay or not pay. The, the advice from the FBI is certainly don't pay uh, because mm-hmm. they're going to just take your information and sell it to someone else and you're going to get hacked again. Wow. Uh, you know, so really it's preventive is, is the best advice I give to to businesses. Make sure you have backups. You know, make sure you have mm-hmm. your, your data encrypted if possible. There's a lot of good encryption programs you can buy that are almost military great. And, and and do that, but you know ransomware. You mentioned from a lot of the foreign you know countries, you're not going to get it back. North Korea is funding a lot of their activities through this ransomware, and you know as you mentioned earlier, we're in shields up right now with the because where there's a threat of of Russian attacks on, on businesses. You know they've already tested our critical infrastructure with Colonial Pipeline and. Solar winds and there's there's plenty of experts out there that think that they're are already in our networks and systems. I can just turn it on in a second. So I think Shields up a really good good advice. Make sure you you prepare at least get ready. Don't know if anything will happen because it's a two way street. If they do it, we can do it back to them. But you know, it's certainly a, a real threat. Now with the Chinese, it's a little bit different. They've been stealing mostly IP, mm-hmm. which is very valuable and, and also costly to our security. So a lot of the the hypersonic missile information from the U.S., all kinds of. From stuff from, from DOD. And they go into Silicon Valley and they go to universities and they tend to go after some of the early IP too. So uh, that's that's worrisome. I mean, you know, because IP and, and, is, is definitely a, a value and it's a future. We're now at an industrial digital revolution where I think that, you know, this kind of technology is, is really the future of the well-being of our You wrote
0: in the article about 40% of ethical hackers Surveyed by SANS Institute said they can break into most environments they test, if not at all. And 60% said they need five hours or less to break into a corporate environment once they identify a weakness.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's incredible. I mean, those are the good guys. <laughs> those are the good you know, guys. Like, yeah, so the ethical hackers, it's good that they're out there, but there are a lot more unethical hackers out there. So it's a numbers game, too. And then you're also talking, what we just mentioned, state-sponsored unethical hackers, organized criminal hackers. Game. There's a lot of gangs that are pretty sophisticated. They made a lot of money. They've hired a lot of talent. A lot of it is coming out of, uh, you know, Eastern Europe and foreign countries. They're very difficult for us to find them. But you're right. It's 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 a problem. It's too easy to hack. You know, there's just too much, too much of a, a, a ecosystem of of opportunity for for hackers.
0: Wow. I it's it's crazy. All the stuff that's out there, and it just seems to be getting worse. And are most how, what what percentage of companies were you saying are lax on there? on their on their securities measures?
1: Well, I would, if you're looking overall, I would say over 80%. I mean, there's certainly obviously a lot of industries that have done pretty well with finance, you know, casinos particularly. They, they're, they're the forerunners of some of the innovative capabilities for, for cybersecurity. But most companies, which are, are the bulk of them are small and medium businesses out there, don't have a, a, a clue. They, they, mm-hmm. they don't really understand the threats. They, they think, oh, it's not going to be me, but it is going to be them. And, and two areas, in particular have been really targeted by a, by hackers. One is, is healthcare, you know, because they've they spent most of their money in, 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 in buying medical technologies and, and working for patient stuff, not for security. Mm-hmm. Say within education, because they have a lot of networks, a lot of people using it, easy access, a lot of vital data there. So, those two industries have been very, very heavily hacked for ransomware and other things. But so it's understandable that there are a lot of people that don't understand what, what the implications of cybersecurity is. But I think in the next few years, they better understand because we are getting more and more digitally connected in pretty much every business that easily Brick and mortar is also digital. So they, have, they have to understand the importance.
0: Definitely is is I'm not sure what the exact term is for it, but is 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 fake linking. You know, like where I get an email or I get a lot of texts nowadays too that have this. Where they're like, hey, your Amazon account has some issues. Your PayPal account has got some issues, you know, different things like that. Amazon seems to be a real popular one as of late. Number one. Is it number one? Wow. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, you click the link and I'm sure when you click that link, you're hacked or you, well, yeah. I don't know, whatever, whatever happens. I've never, I, I have a big thing where if, if I get a message that says my Amazon account is a problem, I, I look at the link and if there's ever a question, I, I tell this to my family too, you know, don't, don't use the link to log in. Just go to your web browser and type in your amazon.com and go through the portal. But, you know, and then see if there's a message from them, which usually there's not, but the, the fake, you know, the fake websites that they can have. I mean, I can, I've seen some that where it looks like a PayPal website. It looks like your bank of America website. I've gotten the bank America ones. There's the Zelle hack now. Um, There's all sorts of crazy stuff. And so, People just really need to pay attention to what they're clicking on. One thing I'm getting lately that just started, I have a a YouTube. So most everyone, I think, has a YouTube. I don't know. Maybe they do or maybe they don't. But I've been getting this thing now where I'm getting a thing sent to my Google Drive, and its it says it's a YouTube takedown notice for copyright violations. And normally you panic when you see those. And I, I don't I do ever get them because I don't mess with them. Although I've gotten some, actually some hacker ones that try and steal your stuff, steal your money by saying that this is part of your, you know, this is a stolen video, which I don't, but there's lots of people who steal our videos. But it's been sent to my Google Drive and it's got a PDF attached. And my understanding is if I click that PDF, I'll probably have all sorts of problems.
1: Don't do it. Yeah. No, I think you hit on another area. I mean, the sophistication of these hackers now have mm-hmm. changed so immensely in the last decade. You know, it used yeah. to be that these things—you have a bank account, you know, in my will, someplace in Nigeria or wherever—some prints, mm-hmm. you know, misspellings, and now you're—you're you're exactly right. The graphics are, are are replicate the websites. They use social engineering mm-hmm. to see what your your interests are, where you shop, where you bank, mm-hmm. where your friends are, so they can mimic your or your work. Yeah work and you said amazon is, is definitely a choice because everyone uses amazon so when you get something yeah but, but your advice is really good and I, I you know repeat it it's just just don't don't click on the link look at it to go to the website make sure if someone says something like that and and the copyright stuff i mean they, like i said there's so much more sophistication out there they are going after everybody and text too you know on your phone it's just a wild wild west out there it's, it's really difficult to, to, to you know not click But so I, you know, I had to get a reflex to do that because I get so much spam and so many threats every day, you know, as, as as everyone does, just because, like I said, a lot of it's automated,
0: easy to do. What about, you know, one of the things we always get is these offers from people, these, these Fiverr guys and offers on the internet for people to pump our podcast and our YouTube and, and stuff. And I've talked to people that have worked with those people and. And a lot of times their accounts get stolen. If they stop, if they're paying them for a while, they stop paying them, then they end up with 500 bad reviews or their accounts get hacked. You know, there's all these people that want access to the Chris Voss show to either redesign it or or work on our YouTube channel. And I know as soon as we let over the password, like we're going to lose all of our stuff. Yeah, our don't do
1: it. <laughs> that,
0: that have had their whole channel disappears and goes to, in fact, we had our Chinese, we had our Instagram account. We're trying to get back. We're sending a letter to the legal department of Instagram that we're pretty sure got hacked somehow by a chi- someone in China because it's changed the Chinese language oh, last okay. time we saw it. And we're pretty sure the hack came through a third part app that had access to it because I'm not it, it was on double. It was on double. Uh, what you call Double password, double verification. Yeah, and we pr- we're pretty sure we know know who the third party was that it, it they came through. So we're still trying to get that back. So. Yeah, it's crazy. Even like on LinkedIn or, you know, I, I'll have PR companies. They'll send me a PDF. And I'm like, I can't click on that. You're going to have yeah. to send the it data is. to me because I, I
1: can't trust anything.
0: You can't you're risk it. it. Yeah. Plus, you know, they can be like, well, we made the PDF. And you're like, yeah. well, yeah, I know you guys. But for all I know, you know, it's got. It, it's we'll It to someone else. If you're not secure, you're just passing me the next yeah. virus uh, cold.
1: Yeah, no, that's good advice. I mean, I'm, I'm a big user on LinkedIn too, and, and and the good thing is you can see who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. But you know, you're right with the attachments. You still got to be careful because you don't know where they've been and who's if someone's inserted malware in it. You know, they can do it in websites too. And I've I've experienced that actually in a business sense where I actually didn't research and I go to a normal website and there's some well malware implanted in it. So you really it's a minefield out there, and and you really got to <laughs> most expect to be you know. Um, exploit at some point because uh, there's just too many, too many red flags out there.
0: Yeah. It's funny. Like Google does that every now and then for some reason, our SSL will kick off. I think we finally upgraded our services at, at uh, GoDaddy, but our SSL would kick off like it would expire uh, on our website. And then people would get this notification from Google that says, Hey, this, uh, this, this is button. and I get really pissed off about it because we, we try and keep that up to date. Yeah. And for some reason it would kick off. But people, I'm I'm really surprised how many people aren't aware of that making sure the SSL certificate and stuff is on their website. You know, we'll get a lot of people that'll be like, hey, Chris, we want to come on the show and I'll go to their website and I'll be, a big warning comes up from Google. Yeah,
1: yeah they don't keep it updated. And, and that's that's all the problem with cybersecurity. You don't, you have to update the patches too, because there's all kinds of exploits being discovered, you know, even by Microsoft every day. So, yeah. you, know, you you really got to be vigilant. And, and most people are not. Most companies are certainly not, and so uh, it, it makes for even more difficulty at, at fighting the cyber threats. Yeah, we found
0: that out the hard way over 13 years of the Chris Voss show. You gotta update those uh, plugins and make sure because <laughs> <laughs> usually you know, the reason they're updating is because they've you know they've found they're being exploited by exactly, exactly. and they're like trying to patch it hole. You know, I, I I work with clients that you know I'll go into their WordPress and I'm like. You haven't updated these plugins for, like, five years. <laughs> like, you, yeah. you should
1: probably do that. That might be a yeah. good idea. And yeah. yeah. WordPress is a favorite for hackers, too. They they, they get, get a lot of victims that way. It It is. I mean,
0: we've had a couple of close calls where where we, we had our site badly maligned about five, seven or eight years ago when we weren't as good at keeping up on stuff, and we pulled it back from the brink. But, you know, if, and every now and then some weird stuff will go on on the website, and, you know, it's usually always through a plug-in or some sort of third-party application. We haven't touched on that we should touch on when it comes to cybersecurity here.
1: Yeah, I think one of the things that we 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 sort of touched on it, which is is the new emerging technologies, we're talking about machine learning, but now we're, we're seeing the introduction of of more levels of artificial intelligence that could go out, find vulnerabilities as well as. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, and, and deep plant malware using biometrics where it could trigger on someone's face. You're seeing the, the 5G come into to play where the, the latency is, is now longer there. So they can do stuff instantly with, with a huge amount of data or steal a huge amount of data, exfiltrate up amount of data. We're eventually going to see quantum computing, too. Now, the government's already put out requirements for quantum-proof algorithms. Um, hmm. We're doing business with DOD and, and DHS. But, you know, so that's not far down the line, and, and that'll revolutionize things, particularly the ability to to analyze data and great amounts, which you have to worry about because Chinese have all of our OPM files and everything else. Um, but so those elements are really important, I think, to understand that we're moving so quickly. I think uh, with COVID-19, we moved faster into the digital world than um, mm-hmm. had to. And, and now I think we're there just speeding it up, introducing these new technologies. And, and also, uh, you know, I think that because uh, the money is less now where the, you know, in, in the, in basically the, the brick and mortar world where you, you know, where a lot of the crime was, it's, it's now going to the, the digital world mm-hmm. for the same reason. They go where the money is. And, yeah. Acting groups are getting—they're not, you know, some guys sitting in the—they're based with the hoodie on anymore. They're—they're they're people with with backgrounds and training, usually by the armed forces of a country or wherever, wow. um, and they know what they're doing. So it, it's going to be precarious for the next few years.
0: Yeah, and a lot of times we don't even hear about a lot of ransomware. I've I've heard of hospitals that will pay and and do pay the ransom and and just don't announce it and hide it for a while, and then eventually it comes out. You had written in the Forbes article that more than eighty percent of organizations have experienced a cloud related security incident. Sixty four percent of businesses suspect they're targets of nation state attacks. I'm reading the the uh, live here from the DOJ. Eric Garland here probably in a few minutes is going to launch a press conference. Today. They have this is emergency one. Significant national security cases address malign influence schemes and alleged activity by a nation state actor. FBI Chris, Director Christopher Ray is going to be there as well. National security and Justice Department people. So this is a big deal. It sounds like it's getting even bigger. So this should be interesting to see what they come out with today.
1: It will be interesting to see. You know, I've, I've, there's, always this, there's always a talk about sort of the influencing aspect. Of, I look more at the criminal aspects of hacking. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that very few of us, because we're bombarded by so much stuff right now and so much information, you know, I don't think we're going to fall for Chinese or Russian propaganda very often, particularly with Russia right now in Ukraine, getting all that bad publicity. So, I, I think the real elements here are, are, are what the Chinese are doing is really stealing, stealing yeah. IP and, and getting getting to us, and also what the Russians were doing earlier and still may be doing with the capabilities is, is putting our critical infrastructure at risk. That's the number one fear I have. We have a, a grid. It's Antiquated, not very well protected. Can you imagine what happened if they ramped knock the knockout to power? They've already tested water, water spots in other places and, and nuclear and plants, that, too. As well. Yeah, nuclear, too. I mean, everything is just you know connected to to either it or ot mm-hmm. or both, and critical infrastructure is just certainly a niche target.
0: You know, I was a friend of mine, he's got a Tesla. And it recently bricked itself because a, a firmware download failed. He was like, yes. he, he was pulling out of his driveway to to go for a drive, and it it completely like shut down and bricked on him. And so he sent it to the shop on Friday and didn't have it for the whole weekend. And came back that it was a firmware bad firmware update. Oh, and I said to him this morning, I said, I'm gonna go buy a 1965 Chevy, <laughs> one of those ones they use in Cuba that seems to last forever. Yeah. i don't i i think I'm done. I don't want my car to break i've had a phone break on me i don't't I don't want my yeah. car to break on me yeah. i think i'm i think i I don't know about the future
1: <laughs> i agree i mean you know you now you have to be a, you know everything has to be- cute, future analyzed when you go to the car dealership yeah. you, can't, you can't even change your oil anymore it's just crazy it's it's such a you know it, 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 more things go wrong I mean yeah, some of those old cars like the old Dodge chargers you know uh-huh. really you know reliable engines you're right one thing was going to happen in the yeah, you, know, you can take the engine apart, put it back together, but you can't you can't do anything now, touch anything now without messing up the car.
0: Yeah, it's crazy, you know. Now, now they're stealing the the catalytic converters out underneath the cars or whatever. It's a uh, big problem
1: in Arlington, you know, yeah, Virginia. Yeah, it's, I'm just gonna everywhere.
0: get me one of those old timey. There's a thing in Nevada <laughs> where I can get like a what is it? A, it's a I don't know a jalopy license or something. It basically certifies it's an old car, so it doesn't have to.
1: Pass yeah, a good stuff. Here. Yeah. i'm just gonna get that on a car (laughs) fuck it
0: i don't have to register it anymore and crap that's what i'm thinking i don't know man maybe i'll go
1: right you know i think they're 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 pushing for electric cars and and i think it's a long way off i just don't see the infrastructure in the u.s for that Mm -hmm. you know having charging stations plus the cost of the cars is so you know you're right let's go back to some of the old (laughs) big reliable cars that lasted 10 years that one year you know
0: what screw it i'm gonna trade in my computer for an etch a sketch fuck it. <laughs>
1: yeah. just
0: gonna do that yeah pretend yeah. like i'm on the internet it'd probably be more intelligent than what's on they won't get half
1: right? yeah
0: i gotta quit knocking tiktok we're on it now announcing stuff so i should probably give it some love <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, it's got a big viewing audience. So I mean, that's you know, younger one. For sure.
0: It's crazy, and it, it, they get pretty good views over there. It's it's kind of insane. So you know, I haven't had to dance around naked and make a thirst trap yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. threaten it's my audience: if now. you don't follow us on TikTok, I'll have to make, <laughs> I'll have to get naked and make thirst traps. So yeah. make sure you subscribe. Otherwise, I might get desperate.
1: More you want to touch on before we go out, Chuck? No, I just think I just just to the the viewers out there, I think you know really you know it's it's not a joke you know that we really are are being threatened and too much is, you know could hurt us digitally. So I think you need to be really vigilant and uh, you know do the basics, do the cyber hygiene, have strong passwords. It's true. Have, have encryption if you can. Don't overshare. You know, just just be careful out there because it's going to be a, a, a get. A, I think it's going to get worse before it gets better.
0: Yeah. I, I don't think it'll ever get better. Maybe I, I think once this Pandora's box has been open, you know, I remember when I was a kid watching, I wasn't a kid, I think I was in my mid ages, but I remember when they first started putting cement blocks across the front of the white house. And I think it was after the New York, the first attack on the, 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 uh, the twin towers, I think in 92, the first attack. And I was like, wow, man, our world's changing, and it's never going back to where it was. And of course, you know things got worse from there. But yeah, it's just going to get more complex as we become more AI. Is kind of an interesting thing. I have a lot of good friends who study and talk about AI, and it's it's crazy some of the stuff it can do. And and if AI can start going out there, you know, a Skynet can hack me and send Terminators. Well, then we're in
1: trouble. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the technology like AI is a double edged sword. It can do really good. I mean, it can look I mean, their analytics and capabilities. Decision making, but the bad guys have it too, and so you yeah, know you always got to look at you know it, you know we have to protect ourselves, and, and have an offensive capability too to go back after them. I mean, most thought too, but
0: yeah, maybe we can have AI that's the good guy AI that fights the bad guy, AI. and
1: <laughs> it the, the, will be that way someday. It's going to eventually it'll turn on us. From-
0: there was a post I made on, on LinkedIn where, and it's on TikTok too, where they, they, they've been doing this artwork where they've been asking AI systems to say, you know, take Elton John and I don't know, put him in space or something, you know, and the AI will, will take search all the internet and put all this weird stuff on and make this really cool art. In fact, one of the art pieces passed for a real art, artist piece at a, at a contest recently, and everyone's really upset about it. But so, someone put into an AI system. They said, "Design, create, recreate pictures of salmon swimming in in the river." And uh, so, it's all these strips of salmon meat jumping <laughs> in the river that the yeah. AI made. So, uh, AI is going to be kind of interesting.
1: <laughs> so, well, yeah, in the AI, I mean, AI. MIT experiment where uh, created some language. Oh, yeah. A little frightening, too. I mean, there there are people like like Elon Musk is one of the things that ultimately aren't doing is going to be the the smart, sentient artificial intelligence. I think we're away from that. Oh, well, a while away from that. But it's certainly a threat. I mean, you know, when you know, when you look at it, you know, our dependence on on networks and if they take it over what they could do and trigger, you know, certainly when everything is connected robotically, (laughs) We'll see.
0: With their own language. That, yes. That, that's like yeah. good that at all. All right. Well, this has been pretty insightful, Chuck, and everyone should be aware of it. You know, it's, it's, it's one of those things. How can people get a hold of you, talk to you, do business with you, et cetera, et cetera?
1: I, I still think that I, I like LinkedIn. I think it's a, the easiest business place to find you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, go to my LinkedIn site, just go Chuck Brooks on LinkedIn. You know, I'll come up first. And, you know, I'd be happy to, to speak with everybody. Just send me an email and, you know, that'd be great.
0: There you go. There you go. Well, thank you very much for coming on, Chuck. We really appreciate it.
1: Oh, Thank you for having me, Chris. It was
0: great. Thank you. And thanks to my for tuning in. We always appreciate you as well. Go give us a five-star review on iTunes. Go to all of our places there on goodreads.com, for Chris Voss, youtube.com, for Chris Voss. See the YouTube newsletter, the big YouTube group, 120,000 people over there, 30, 120, something like that, whatever it is. Oh, yeah, it's a couple people there. And uh, all the places we are on the internet. And follow us on the TikTok, because we're trying to be cool, because we're not. <laughs> with the with those kids, those kids, yeah. that TikTok is like huge. Which and it, that's kind of in own, its own interest as well because it's really yeah the Chinese exactly
1: getting a lot of information from young people out there. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, just just use it with your Hawaii phone or how,
1: how, how do they pronounce that? Why? Huawei yeah. Huawei. That's
0: it. Yeah. That's, just use it with your Huawei phone. See how that works. Out. <laughs> anyway, guys, so thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe. We'll see you guys next time. And that should have a sound. Huawei.